Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast, where liking what you like is never a bad thing. Here's your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Hey y'all, I'm your host and head fangirl in charge, Patty Holiday. Welcome to the No Guilt Fangirls Podcast. If you're new around here and haven't had a moment to leave a five-star rating or a review, I would appreciate you doing so. It helps with the algorithms, it helps other fangirls and fanguys find us, and you know it is no fun to fangirl alone. Which is what I'm not doing today. I am so happy uh, for week number five. Once again, I have Ashley and Julia back with me, and we are going to talk about Loki and this amazing episode five. Uh. <laughs> I, I, I got, I gotta say, you know, Tom Hiddleston doesn't doesn't lie. Like he tells no lies. He said four yeah. and five were the two biggies. I loved five. I loved oh, same. Thrilled, didn't it? <laughs> same. Five this was so good. This uh. had a lot of really cool moments and a lot of unexpected things. And obviously, Ashley, this is why you're here. So you need to explain who these people are to us because I got no idea. But <laughs> what I can say is that I loved them. I loved President Loki. I loved Alligator Loki. Oh. Classic an alligator. Croaky forever. Alligator Loki. <laughs> I stand him forever. Yes. Forever. <laughs> he was great. Alligator. He was great. Like they turned this thing into like this great character that kind of stole all these scenes. It was kind of funny, but um, but yeah. I, I appreciated it and uh, a whole lot. And I just really, I really did love this episode. So oh my we're going to dig in and we're going to talk all about it. Um, Ashley, go ahead and introduce yourself. Tell us where we can find you. And then Julia, do the same thing. And then we'll just crack open this episode five and start talking about it. All right. Hey, friends. I'm Ashley Saunders a alligator Loki stan and <laughs> <laughs> you can find me on my website with ashleyandco.com at cbr.com on twitter at that ashley Aaron, and on my podcast the geek girls universe hey guys i'm julia stewart still a little nasally and stuffy from last week so i apologize hopefully you're into it but if not, we'll do our best here. <laughs> you can find me on social media at Queenie11078. Uh, also, uh, Alligators, Loki Stan, and oh my God, a President Loki Stan. Yes. Girl. <laughs> Woo! I am not kidding when I say I looked up uh, flights and opportunities to get to Disneyland <laughs> before the end of the month. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm going in September, but I was like, no, I could move that trip up because I kind of <laughs> need this picture. Um, yes, girl. Needless to say, it's not going to happen. But uh, very, very, just I love what they're. I I love that they've also been doing that. That they've been over at Disneyland. If you're not paying attention to this fact, there's an Avengers campus over there, and they have various Avengers and Marvel characters come out. But they have always had a Loki. Well, I don't want to say always. They they have had a regular, you know, Asgardian Loki in the past. Really? But with this show and Avengers Campus Open, they have been super clever. And they've given us like four different versions of Loki so far, maybe three. I'm not sure how many, but it's really cool. So if you happen to be, you know, an L.A. local or hit there at the right time for vacation, you were able to get some great pictures with uh, different variant Lokis, which Again, I love synergy. It. I love it. This is what Disney does so well. Um, they really so I'm do. Down with it. <sighs> mm-hmm. All right, let's talk about this episode. Um, first of all, 
We're going to jump a little bit ahead, but clarify for me. What is happening with Loki and Sylvie? Are they in love? <laughs> Are they just like very connected, like spiritually just because they're they're the same, but they're different, but they're they they're like the only ones that really truly understand each other? Like what what is this? I can't I can't figure I out what I'm supposed romantic. to be. We'll just we'll just say that to start. Say that um, again. I don't think it's romantic. I really do think they've never had friends, right? And they're like, what is right. this? If anything, I think the romance is more on the uh, Lokius side. Um, I'm a Lokius stan. I want to see that happen. But, you know, that's just me. Uh, but Sylvie and Loki, yeah, that that it's been really sweet to watch that evolve. But this week I was like, oh, oh what 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 are, what are you what are you doing? No, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, so it's it's not just me. I mean, I no. was just kind of like I I understood like this whole as you guys know if you've listened to any of these episodes, I've been a little confused about not confused, but struggling with this idea of like multiple Lokis and they're, but they're the same but they're different, but whatever. Yes. I'm finally getting around to accepting it, and I think this episode helped with that when we had all these various Lokis come forward <laughs> and they also gave us schmidgen of what their story was. And I don't know, something just kind of clicked in my head and I was like, oh, I get it. Like with comic books, like there's different stories, there's different Lokis, there's different, I, it kind of just clicked for me. Okay. Yeah. Um, not a comic book reader. So this whole concept is kind of out there, but at the same time, I still, I don't want to say I was bothered by it because it's not a bothersome. It's like, it's a sweet, generous, but it's weird. It's relationship, weird. But it's yeah. weird. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's the weird. same person. Yeah. It's like, I mean, we know that that can't go. I mean, I shouldn't <laughs> say it can't. <laughs> Probably shouldn't <laughs> go in that direction, right? Well, I don't know what 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 culture is like on Asgard. Is this a thing? Right? I like, mean, <laughs> it's it's self love, right? <laughs> totally, so take it. to the, the max. Hashtag <laughs> self love. Oh my. Uh, yeah. Okay, so I just had to get that out there. Because... That has been like for the last week on Twitter. I mean, the people like fighting over it. Is so funny to me, and like people blasting, you know, Kate Heron and the writers being like, "Don't do this to us," and I'm like, "Guys, come on, <laughs> relax. Yeah, take a breath. It's okay. <laughs> it's not that serious, but at the same time, like, it's something to talk about because I don't know what's going on. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, it's, it's, well, it's weird. Sylvie summed it up best when she said, "Or no, Loki said, I, I don't know what we're doing here." <laughs> Right. Yeah, basically. <laughs> right, right, right. But it's sweet. And I, you yeah. know, it's not that I don't like it. I just, I'm just not, I can't project where we're going with this. So, all right. Just wanted to spit that out there. Yeah. Um, and also, yay, Mobius. I, I, I kind of adore that as well. <laughs> and, and we got, we got a hug. Oh, yes, that was, was so sweet. It was so sweet. At the, is this the first time Loki has ever hugged anybody on screen? I read that somewhere and I was like, I mean, I guess that's right. I well, think maybe other than his I feel like maybe his mom. Maybe no, I don't think her. I don't think he did. I don't think he hugged her. And the only and didn't um at the end of Ragnarok, didn't Thor say, I'd hug you if you were here? Yeah. And he was like, I am here, brother, but we don't see an actual hug. Yeah. Right? Yes. right. So you might be right. right. I, I don't know. That's a good thing. We should probably check and look into that. But it was definitely a, 
Oh, a what good a moment. moment. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rip my heart. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Julia, did you introduce yourself and now have like already like, did, yeah. my train of thought? Okay, sorry. All right. Let's sorry, no one happened to President Loki and I mean. No, that's right. Loki. Loki, it got off on a Loki tangent. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, I think like this might kind of kind of sum up this entire um, series, right? (laughs) Is the way this podcast just jumped all over the place. I also had this thought too, as I was watching this, is I am a fairly traditional thinker. Like I have, uh, this is what my concerns with, um, with phase four of Marvel was I fell in love with the kind of more straightforward superhero stories, at least that's how I envision or how I think of them, uh, that the other phases gave us with the Avengers, meaning, you know, bad versus good, but nothing too weird, nothing really out there, right? I think the most out there I think we got was Guardians of the Galaxy with Peter's dad being a plant, you know, whatever, <laughs> you know, whatever. My daddy was a planet. Um, it, just weirdness. Um but the rest of it's all kind of like it was easy for me to grasp and to understand. So now here we are in this new start of phase four and we've had WandaVision, which was just bizarre world. And now we've got Loki kind of pulling along the same lines and the same strings. And I've already told you guys, I'm going to have hashtag all the questions when we get to um, multiverse of madness. Cause I have a feeling it's just going to blow my little mind. Um, yes. My original thought was, was I going to connect and was I going to like and was I going to be able to, frankly, you know, follow along and enjoy these stories. And watching this show, watching this episode, it was just a solid hit of, yes, more of this. I want more of this. Give me, give me, give me. Like, I love it all. And I was so happy that, again, Marvel's so smart. Maybe they did this in the right way. They they. They gave us Wanda, who we were somewhat familiar with, right? To ease mm-hmm. into this weirdness. And then they gave us Loki, who we have all loved. And we've known all along that he's got um, powers and magic and and that sort of thing. But it was, I don't want to say it was like like a side note. It was just not as, as prevalent, obviously, as what this story has been telling us all along and how they've been working it. So... I'm like, all right, weird Marvel. I'm down with you now. I am <laughs> totally down with you now. And I think it's because they chose the right characters yeah. um, that I was, you know, again, somebody who like me is not a comic book person and, and kind of like goes with the more, I mean, my favorite character in Marvel so far has, has been Captain America. Like how much more straight laced and <laughs> like yeah. toe the line can that get Thor. Yet, right? You like Thor. I do love Thor. I do love Thor. Like a whole lot. I love Thor. Um, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but anyway, so it's, it's one of those, things that I was I had my concerns but I feel like I feel like again as Marvel's continuing on and then we're going to get to the Eternals which I frankly have zero concept as to what this is about (laughs) at all none zero um except that I'm here for it um and uh I I I think they were just really smart by how this worked out and I I don't know if Disney plus was like thought of so far down the line that they knew it was coming and they were, they planned this all along or if Disney plus was kind of like thrown at them and they said, Hey Marvel, what do you think? Can you put something into Disney plus and can this work in your universe? And they were like, we can make that work. I don't know what the answer is, but I'm so glad it's here. And I'm glad that it's in these shows that we're getting, because I also think I need a little bit each week to, to, comp- you know, to, to process. Yeah. 
<laughs> all at once, it might have been too much. So, especially one division. Whoa, that like yeah. that been crazy as a movie. Um, so I anyway, just my thoughts is I really am loving these weird Marvel t- twists and turns that we're taking, and I appreciate that we are getting it in this format. And uh, yeah, you're about to get what if in August, right? So that's I know. Yeah, I'm so excited for what if. That's uh, one of my favorite comic series. Yeah, yeah, that's. That's going to be banana pants. So that's going to be exciting too. Um, okay. Uh, let's start with the recap. Go ahead, Ashley. I'm going to let you take over. I'll quit talking. I just, <laughs> you know me. I like have to spit things out before I forget them. <laughs> oh, go for it. And stop me if you, if you have a question or. Will do. Because there's a lot. There's a lot in this There's episode. a lot. I know. There's going to be a lot I of fan girling, Ashley. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll just huh? warn you right now. <laughs> oh, I mean, uh, Geek Girls Universe, we recorded yesterday about episode five, and I think we spent about half of it just like fangirling over the whole episode it was so good yep um as a comic fan and an mcu fan there was a lot to find in this episode so again like i have the tendency to nerd out and deep dive so stop me if it's too much (laughs) never Um, all right so first of all the title of the episode itself is an easter egg it's called journey into mystery and it's based on a marvel comic series of the same name and in that series Loki has been reborn into a younger version of himself. Earth is dealing with a monster where a prophecy claims only Thor can stop it. Uh, Nightmares involved. Loki has to help. It's just this whole thing. So I was super excited about that's what the episode was called. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, It also happens to be in the comics, the first modern appearance of Loki. So definitely Loki central. Uh, So yeah, we're in the void. And classic Loki, who, by the way, I didn't think I would love him as much as I did, Ugh. but he was so good. He stole my episode. heart. He, he stole. Did. I mean, that costume was so beautifully terrible, but he was. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love that. Beautifully terrible. It, it sure really was. was. <laughs> uh, so classic Loki, you know, we left off with Loki looking up at these guys and they're like, uh, yeah, so you're going to die if you don't come with us. And the reason he'll die is because of Alioth. Alioth is that giant, um, gaseous, monster-looking thing that's kind of this going around and consuming matter and energy that happens to be in the void. Alioth is a comic book character. He is the first being who ever broke free of the constraints of time. He's an enemy of Kang the Conqueror. Just putting that out there. Because we all Ooh, are hoping that we one. see Kang. Yeah. Okay, but important is in comic books, he's an enemy. He is not like Kang the Conqueror's guard dog. Same, right. But right? he's also not a guard dog. So I think they've just kind of taken the character and changed him up a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Okay. okay. So That's yeah, I'm just giving though. you his his comic book uh background is that he is a gaseous, like form he doesn't really take a solid uh state and yes he's bigger he's a foe of kang the conqueror his empire is bigger than kang's um yeah but in the show it seems like he's kind of like a giant smoke serpent which i love the visuals on that by the way i thought they did a phenomenal job we see avengers tower but it's actually qng enterprises tower which in the comic books is the company that stark sold the old avengers tower to and the CEO of that company in the comics happens to have ties to who? Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror. Okay, okay, okay. 
So there's two Kang references like right off the bat. And I feel like because we know Kang is coming, it's not like Mephisto was in WandaVision. Yeah. Where there was just like nods to him. I feel like we got a little bit more evidence that it could be Kang. But anyways, back at the TVA, Sylvie is demanding answers from Renslayer, who claims not to know anything at all. And Sylvie's like, nah, friend, (laughs) you know stuff. I don't buy that. Ravana's all, I want to help you figure out who's in charge. And she tells Sylvie that timelines and people who are pruned are sent to this void at the end of time because you can't destroy matter. It lives on. It's got to go somewhere. And now we're back at the void and the Lokis are explaining to our Loki who Alioth is, why they need to just run because nothing escapes Alioth. Like you can't beat Alioth. He's a tempest. Loki totally accepts that there's an alligator Loki <laughs> because why not? Right. That was like one of the funniest things where he was like, and there's an alligator with me and I'm strangely okay with this. <laughs> and we're like, right. same. same He's like, Loki. I have 10,000 questions, but it's not about the alligator. And no. I'm like, I'm dead. The alligator and his wee horns. That were the cutest. I know. Ever. He was so cute. And he had his own little swimming pool in there. I it was love just, it. He sure did. <laughs> and his own little backstory. <laughs> I, I know his backstory. I, I love it. Um, so Loki's all like, well, what's the plan? And they're all, they all say to survive. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But like, what's the plan? Like we're Loki, right? Loki always has a plan. And they're like, nah, dude, like it's to survive. That's it. Stop with the screaming. We just want to live. Um, he brings up the fact that, oh, well, if we had a tent pad, we could escape to which again, they mock him like, oh yeah, of course we've got thousands of those laying around. So why we're still stuck in the void. Come on, man. Get with it. Poor Loki. (laughs) Um, He's a little confused as to why they let Kid Loki be the leader. But Kid Loki's nexus event was he killed Thor. Yeah. Yeah, That's a pretty big deal. A blip. And then we just moved on. I was like, hold on. (laughs) Yeah, but there was a beat. Everybody kind of took a beat like, huh? Yeah. Okay. I I mean, even I took that and I was like. So that's why they all respect him, right? And yeah. he killed Thor. And then I was just like, oh, he's a baby, though. Well, how come the baby is killing his baby brother? I don't, I don't like kids <laughs> killing kids. Anyway, yeah. my mom got into me. Um, So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, don't mess with Kid Loki. That's the moral of that story. Um, There's a ton of, like, Easter eggs around. There's a Sphinx. There's a Yellow Jacket helmet. Yellow Jacket's the villain from the first Ant-Man movie. Um, But this helmet happens to be super large, not small or normal size. So, hmm, interesting. A fan favorite Easter egg, and one that I geeked out about as a comic nerd, was the Thanos copter, which, yes, is from the comic books. (laughs) It's not a random thing. Uh, in the comics, Thanos used it to attack Hellcat while he was trying to get the Cosmic Cube. I love that it's now in canon uh, to the MCU. Was that actually so? Question: When we we're back yeah. at um, Endgame, right? Let's go back to the uh-huh. movie Endgame. Is his weapon part of that helicopter? Like that thing that looks like a helicopter blade, almost? Is that? Oh, possible? you mean like his? Blade. Yeah, like the I thing that he points at the Avengers when yeah, they yeah, yeah. when they all show up. I don't think so. I think that's just his weapon, but okay. it, it is interesting. It does look like a blade, like a helicopter blade. Yeah. 
So yeah, good old Thanos copter. And immediately following that, we get Mjolnir and Frog Thor. Or Frog. <laughs> I was so excited. I was like, what am I looking at? Oh my gosh. There's a Frog Thor. Of course there is. Like, why wouldn't there be? Which also yes. begs to differ. I mean, ma- makes me question what drugs exactly were these Marvel creators smoking back in the 70s when they were coming up with these ideas? Because... I would have never come up with a croaky and I would have never come up with a throg. <laughs> oh my! God. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I was super excited to see throg. Um, it's hilarious. It's also the first variant we've seen of a hero that we know. Well, see, okay. Yeah. And that was, that was actually, I had this, this thought until you started talking about that. And I was like, Every every one that we have seen on this entire planet that has been pruned has been a Loki. And so they're all Lokis. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so is this – so is the TVA – because I have a theory. I'm just going to jump to it because I can't hold it anymore. So, <laughs> so the TVA all along has been pr- – prunes people. And they show us that they prune people. But – for whatever reason, all we're seeing here at this in this void on this planet are Lokis. And so my head was like, was their ultimate goal? Did all was were anything that they were doing, were they only going and pruning Lokis? And that's it. They were so whoever is behind the scenes, whoever is pulling the strings, wanted to make sure all these alternate Lokis, their timelines don't happen so that that one person's timeline does get to happen. So, because that's all we saw were Lokis. And then I saw the Frog Thor and I was like, well, I guess that kind of blows it out. And I know everyone's going to say, yeah, and you also saw Mobius. But what if Mobius was a Loki all along? I've, I've heard that theory that Mobius I mean, I don't know. But I was just like, maybe that's why he also he heard that he's multiple Mobiuses, right? That like, he's not, like the Mobius in this show isn't the Mobius that they call back to. Like when he was having that drink with Renslayer. And she chided him for putting rings on her table. And he's like, I don't remember doing that. And how she talked about how their friendship was so uncommon. Um, my, what I've, I've read that like, I guess he gets pruned or reset or whatever. And he comes back over and over again, which is why mm. he doesn't remember certain things. Mm. So the Loki angle is interesting. So I was going with the Loki angle and I was running with everybody's a Loki on this planet and that the TVA's primary goal and primary source of concern all along was to get rid of Lokis and that when they finally get to the end where they do make this smoke monster, whatever thing, part open and you see this big building and we're like, oh, what is that? I jumped ahead to... That's the real Loki sitting on the throne inside of there, and that that Loki has been the one pulling the strings all along. And I he wonder. doesn't like all of these quote unquote nicer Lokis who see the error of their ways and are trying to change and trying to be good. And he is like truly like the evil bad Loki. And yeah, that was my thinking is that what we were going to see is a Kang who, like, I don't need to know who Kang is. Like, this is what we're going to get is this bad Loki has been actually the one doing this all along. And so our good Loki is going to show up with the bad Loki and like have a space off of good versus bad Loki, like which is going to win because this Loki is doing everything that our Loki 
thought that he wanted, right? He wanted to rule. Right. He wanted to sit on the throne. He wanted to, and, and here this one actually has all of that. And But our Loki has changed so much, right? He's evolved, which throughout all the movies – he had evolved a little bit, a little bit, but we saw it all very in a compressed timeline in this series. And the and, cycle um, is then he redeems, right? And then he dies. Yes. Right? yes. He's bad. He, re- he comes into something, he redeems himself, and then boom. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's, so, so anyway, so that was my like exposition that I was thinking is that we were going to see next week is that when we get there, Kang don't ever show up. Kang is the new Mephisto, right? Like we don't even, Kang who, right? But but as Ashley's pointing out, there's actually true, like maybe Kang is really there. Maybe this is Kang. I don't know. But um, that was where I went was <clears throat> with this void being just full of Lokis and really you don't see other, well, I guess that's not true too because that ship shows up. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Never mind. My theory is my theory is not a good one. <laughs> I we mean, just happen, all the Lokis just happen to pull together in that one spot in that one moment, and they're surviving where everybody else gets eaten. Maybe well, that's but yeah, I mean, maybe they're, they're just there to defeat it, and the Lokis yeah, I mean, they survive. they do say that yeah, Lokis survive. Mm-hmm, they escape. Mm-hmm. They survive. They can't die. Like that's like the facts of Loki. Right. Um, right I do right, think right. we will see a. King Loki in episode six, only because it was in the trailer and we haven't yeah, seen yeah, it glorious. yet. We haven't seen it yet, right? Glorious but, purpose, <laughs> right? But is it going to be? I'm sorry, but they only gave us like a minute of President Loki, and I could have used like I don't know a whole episode of President uh, Loki <laughs> for real. I need a whole series. Good lord, yes! How amazing um, that range that was. And I'm sorry, we're jumping ahead, but whew. no, go for it. <laughs> it was totally like there were two different people. Two different actors that showed up to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I love Loki's redemption. I love, you know, how sweet and all that he's being. But man, for my money, there is nothing <laughs> like a power hungry, bad, evil Loki. Woo! Oh, listen, where's the? Phone? I mean, there's no, <laughs> no lies detected. No lies detected. <laughs> yeah. Oof. Uh yeah, I could have used more of President Loki too. And I'm I'm wondering if the Loki we're going to see in the throne room is like a projection of our Loki, like that's 2012 Loki and his desire, so it's kind of like this is what you actually desire, right? Like one of those like mind trick kind of mm, things. Or if okay. it is another Loki, like a <laughs> I don't know, like in a video game, the boss level Loki that our Loki is going to have to take on to free the other Lokis. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. We'll find out. (laughs) Yeah, it's all, it's all wild. And it's crazy. Like there's only one more episode that we got to, we got to, we got to figure this out. But um, I trust Katie. She'll get there. I know she'll get there. (laughs) She's given us so much already. So much. Oh my gosh. All right. So yeah. All right. Well, we had Frog Thor. Oh yeah. So we're now we're at the TVA again. And Renslayer is being sus again. Ugh, the worst. Uh, no. Um, she's asking Miss Minutes to help share fi- to share files on the beginning of time and the founding of the TVA. They suggest a void spacecraft, which seems a little sus, whether it exists or not. Uh, but yeah, she was really just stalling for time, right? She had no intentions on helping Sylvie. My 10-year-old daughter was watching with me and Lucy's like, 
mom, she's totally sus. They're, they're, they're stalling. And I was like, really? And then sure enough. Yeah, they were stalling. (laughs) They sure were. They were stalling. All right. So Sylvie's like, I'm out. She prunes herself because she knows that now she's not, she knows she's not going to die. That she's going to be sent to this place that Loki's there somewhere. So she's like, I'm out. But she took Renslayer's temp pad with her. And that's the only way out of the void, right? So, mm-hmm. yes, girl. Um, all right, now we're back at the void. And they're in the hideout. They're hanging out. Um, boastful Loki claims to have defeated Captain American Iron Man. Alligator Loki calls him a liar. <laughs> <laughs> and boastful Loki says, well, at least my Nexus event wasn't eating the wrong neighbor's cat. And then Alligator Loki attacks him. It was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and I love that they didn't make him talk. No. That it's just like uh, Richard E. Grant's Loki talks for him. Right, 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 right. No, it was good. Hysterical. It was hysterical. He's like, oh, that's alligator for your lying. It's <laughs> like, oh, I'm dead. Dead, dead. So then classic Loki tells his story because our Loki's super interested. Kid Loki's like, go ahead, tell him. So he's like, everything happened correctly. Until Thanos attacked his ship. And instead of stabbing Thanos, classic Loki casted a massive projection of himself so strong that even Thanos believed it was real. Then he hid Remember as an inanimate friends for exactly. later. Exactly. I was going to say, in just like two more sentences, <laughs> that exactly what you're thinking. Then he hid as an inanimate object. And after faking his death, he floated away through space, away from everything, and ended up on an abandoned planet. Now, that is a fan theory of how our Loki could have survived in Infinity War. That it was simply just a projection of himself that uh, Thanos killed. But the other tidbit there is that our classic Loki's like, look, you guys and your daggers, they're lame. Nothing beats a good Loki magic trick, basically. (laughs) (laughs) And boastful Loki's all, oh, but they look cool. And classic Loki's like, yeah, super cool. When it clatters to the ground as your neck's getting snapped. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, oh the shade. I love more the shade. This, please. <laughs> yes, more shade, please. All right. So the reason he got pruned, though, is because he decided to leave the abandoned planet. He missed Thor. He wanted to know if Thor missed him, if there were others that missed him. And as soon as he made plans to leave, the TVA showed up and pruned him. And that sucks. <laughs> it just, it made me sad. Cause I feel like classic Loki is kind of like where our Loki would be if he was allowed to live because he was on that redemption arc by the end of Ragnarok and beginning mm-hmm. of infinity war of like understanding, uh, you know, I don't know, being a better person and feelings and all sorts of stuff. I don't know. I just sad Panda anyways. So Loki's like, all right, well I'm going to try to escape. Because that's what Lokis do, right? We escape. and But I'm going to have to kill Aelioth. And I'm going to want your help. And yeah, that, that went over well. They laughed at him. They're like, <laughs> okay, bro. <laughs> you do you then. We're going to stay here. Um, he's like, whatever. He's like so frustrated with himself, literally. Yes, yes, exactly. He was such he's a mood like, the whole episode. Such he, a mood. It was a whole mood. Like he was so mad about having to deal with himself. It was hysterical. Uh, so he leaves the bunker and then that's when we see president loki with an army of lokis staring down at us and yes can i just like bask in the glory that is president loki for like 
can we have a moment of silence or something? (laughs) He was, he was awesome. Um, Before we get more of President Loki though, Sylvie has now woken up in uh, the void and she's almost devoured by Alioth. As she's running away though, she makes a connection with him and we see a fortress inside what looks like, it had some quantum realm vibes, like the colors, the visual depths. So I'm just, you know, but then there's a car coming and you cannot tell me that that is not an alternate version of one, the pizza planet truck from toy store for all the Pixar movies. And it's driven by lightning McQueen. You know, (laughs) that's exactly what my kids said. They were like, look, lightning McQueen's driving the car. I'm like, of course he is. Of course he's driving the car. Yes. That would have been perfect if like, you would have greeted her with Kachow. Oh my gosh. I mean, I would have died. I wish she had. Um, but he's I all like, like zooming around. And I was like, yeah. yes. <laughs> what is this off brand Pizza Pup Planet truck doing in Loki? <laughs> oh, oh, for real. It's lightning, it, it's lightning McQueen. That makes sense. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yep. Because <laughs> nobody wants skinny pizza. Like, that's why I got pruned. That's, yeah, 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 yeah. That's not a reality any of us want. Um, yeah. So President Loki, well, all right, so this is where we got to like follow, follow what happens. Boastful Loki betrays kid Loki to President Loki because <laughs> he wants to be king. President Loki's like, cool story, bro, but I'm a Loki and this is my army. Well, then President Loki's Loki army turns on him because, again, this is what Lokis do, right? backstab each other and everyone constantly so they all start fighting alligator loki takes off president loki's hand (laughs) and it's just like a free-for-all at that point and and you have to go back if you if you only watch this once go back to this (laughs) whole thing and just watch tom hiddleston don't watch anybody else but just watch tom hiddleston and his exasperation and his frustration with himself just falling yes. apart all over the place because yes. it's right. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's comic, but at the same time you feel it, you'd be like, yeah. it's so relatable. And so if this really was a thing and we had multiples of ourselves, like doing yep. our worst behavior right in front of us the whole time. And you're like, why are we like that? Yeah. Well, <laughs> That's I'm exactly. something brave. Yes. Um, I watched so that fight scene. I'm not kidding. I counted 10 times. I believe it. I believe because it. Yes. It it's was so-, so good. That scream that President Loki lets out was yes, the yes. most hilarious thing ever. And, you know, just the the amount of being like 3,000% done with himself or the versions <laughs> of himself. It was so funny watching him like try to kind of you know, sneak away and not be involved in it. And also, did y'all catch Kid Loki? And I'm sorry, I'm going to call him Croaky. I know he's an alligator, but he's Croaky to me, dang it. <laughs> he did get help with Croaky. Yes, that was yes. so funny. <laughs> the way I screamed at 4.30 in the morning was, and laughed, it was so funny. <laughs> yes. Yes, because so during the fight, classic Loki using his magic basically makes copies of each of them to fight. And then he opens a door so that they can escape. And the projection, Kid Loki picks up the projection, alligator Loki, and tosses him with the get help. I was I was dead. I was like, yes, I love it. 
They really did that. They really gave us that gift. The classic get help will never, never die. (laughs) I mean, it looked like Alligator Loki was into it. So he didn't say we're not doing get help. At least we don't think he did. But anyways. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So classic Loki, Kid Loki, Alligator Loki, and our Loki have escaped the bunker, the hideout, whatever you want to call it. And they're walking away. They all are all talking about how, you know, Loki's just, they screw up. And then when they actually take steps to fix themselves, the TVA steps in and prunes them. Loki wants to change that. He talks to them about Sylvie and how she wants to change it. So they agree to help him get to Alioth, but they will not go any further. Um, I thought of you because I know how much you love Coulson, Patty. Did you see the hula dancer in the car? I did. Yes. I saw it. <laughs> Tahiti yes. is a magical place. <laughs> it is. And there was one in WandaVision too. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe Mobius is a Coulson variant. Who knows? Huh. I'll have to think about that one. <laughs> <laughs> and where like our Coulson was obsessed with Captain America, this Coulson is obsessed with Loki. I don't know. That's true. Who knows? Who it knows? could work. It could work. Or it could just be fun. But yeah, so the ship that you talked about earlier, the USS Eldridge gets dropped off in the void. And I have to say, I love how they're taking these unsolved mysteries slash weird occurrences from our real lives and putting them into the show to explain what actually happened. Oh, as so a we- total like dork that loves those things. I, you guys know, I talked about DB Cooper, like nonstop. Oh yeah. DB Cooper's great. Same, same. Nope. I was really um, loving that they, that they threw that out there. So it's awesome. Uh, I, I, I just, I just appreciate everything about this show, you know, so many details. Yes. I mean, that's, this really is my favorite of the three. Not that I'm surprised. All right. So Loki's like, well, I'm just going to kill Alioth, right? Like he's going to, he's an animal. He's going to go for the big meal, which is the ship. I'm just going to sneak around back and kid Loki and classic Loki, Gator Loki. They're all like, "Mm, sure you are. And then Alioth comes in and like two seconds flat, that ship is done. So, and Loki's like, oh, well, uh, maybe I should (laughs) reevaluate my plan. And they're like, duh. Um, <laughs> I know. They're like, come on, man. Their facial expressions this. also cracked me up. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, it was a whole, like, I told you so. Nope. <laughs> moment. But sure. Sure, Jan. You're going to sneak up behind this thing. Sure. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, Sylvie and Mobius show up. And Sylvie mocks this plan, too. She's like, so you're going to paper cut the, <laughs> the, like, cloud ghost thing to death? I was like, oh, girl. <laughs> yes, get on him. She even makes fun of the other ones for agreeing for it, agreeing to it. And they're like, we we had doubts. Come on now. But her plan is to enchant Aelia to get past it because she believes he is guarding that fortress because that's what she saw earlier when she and he uh, connected. So they agree to help her. But they got to make a plan. And they got to figure out where Aelia is going to appear next back at the tva renslayer goes to hunter b15 which praise our girl is still alive and i hope mobius and her like team up to take people down i'm just i'm here for it i'm glad she's around she tells renslayer sylvie's after whoever created the tva because she is driven by revenge and now that the timekeepers are fake she wants to know 
who's at the top of this mess? So Renslayer asked for the files of, on the creation of the TVA from Miss Minute, citing that the creator is in danger. And Miss Minute says, okay, y'all. And she goes to get the files. She's so sus. Oh my she God. is. She is super sus. sus like, sus. anyways. I think she's behind it all. I hope it's not going to be like the power broker reveal, though, and it just ends up being Renslayer, because I'll be super sad. Right? It was Miss Minutes like, all along. Oh, no, not Miss Minutes. <laughs> I would I, I would laugh. I think I'd accept that over Renslayer being in charge. Yeah, no, Renslayer is definitely not in charge. There's somebody pulling something back there. It's, it's, right. she's not, she's not it. Like, and she knows more than she's letting on, but I, st- I actually do believe that she does not know everything. So, yeah, this episode, she was very back and forth, like, yeah, with how she was acting. I don't think she knows who's in charge, but I wonder if she did know at one point. And she's kind of like Mobius and has that like little inkling that something mm-hmm. like maybe she's been zip zapped in and out herself so many times that right, she's maybe right. lost whatever it was from the original, whatever, whatever that, that brought her there in the first place. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. Um, so Mobius and the other Loki are talking about, you know, their plans and such while <laughs> we kind of talked about this Loki and Sylvie have their awkward, uh, conversation about their feelings. Yes. <laughs> he promises he won't betray her. Neither one knows what they're going to do when it's all over. He does conjure a blanket that looks not comfortable. Not at looks all. very practical, not comfortable. And she, you know, makes fun of him for that. But also, yeah, how like, are they cold? They're frost giants. Come on now. <laughs> that too. I was like, wait a minute, bro. But is that, or is that just like their adorable nerdy way of not knowing how to be like, I want to be close to you. <laughs> right. I don't know if they're like, that. Oh, feelings. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I don't know what this feeling is. Maybe it's I'm cold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be new. <laughs> um, so they figure out where Elias going to appear and they're all standing on this hilltop. Uh, you can see the dark aster from Guardians of the Galaxy. In another shot, you could see a shield helicarrier, which actually has a Hydra logo on it. Sylvie hands Renslayer's temp pad to Loki, but he says he's going with her. So he hands it to Mobius. And Mobius offers to take classic Loki, Kid Loki, and Gator Loki to with him. But they decide to stay. This is their home. Kid Loki gives our Loki his golden sword, which is straight up out of the comics as well. Loki's like, what are you going to do? Mobius says, I'm going to burn the TVA to the ground, which is a callback to episode one. And I'm here for all of that. That's why I'm like, Hunter B-15 will help. Like, go get her. please." <laughs> um, maybe Casey, too. Maybe Casey can help. He might have a skill or two. I don't, we don't know. No, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not counting on Casey. I'm not putting my hopes in Casey. <laughs> I mean, maybe he's got something. Maybe he's got something in a drawer somewhere that will help. <laughs> Help out. He's like the evidence guy anyway. That's right. So. That's right. <laughs> uh, so Loki uses the flaming sword to distract Elioth while Sylvie tries to enchant him, but his distraction isn't big enough. Enter classic Loki who casts this massive illusion and it's Asgard. I was like, oh. Now, I, gotta, I gotta say something here. 
<laughs> when Loki's like, don't worry, I'll make a distraction. And then all he did was like run forward and say, follow me and like wave this. I was like, man, you got to give me something better than that. That was so lame. That was like yeah. beyond lame. That This is my one complaint about this this particular episode. I was like, what? what is that? That's not going to work. I mean, everybody knows that's not going to work. However, they did pay us back by giving us this fabulous classic Loki stepping in and just being amazing. And then of course, then he built Asgard and that. Ah. So yeah, I liked that. That part was good. But that one little where Tom's like off running and waving his sword. I was like, that's dumb. What are we, why are we doing this? Yeah, I was surprised he didn't duplicate himself like he did in Avengers. Yeah. yeah, Something different. There was just, that was for the fangirls that wanted to see him in a tight shirt and tight pants running. Okay. Running. Is that it? Okay. That's all it is. His hair waving and whipping in the wind, you know, really, really exerting himself. That's, that was for me. That was for me. Let let me enjoy it. <laughs> let her have her moment, Patty. Stop okay. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Um, so yeah, we get this massive uh, Asgardian illusion casted. Sylvie and Loki hold hands and they enchant, they attempt to enchant Alioth together. And RIP, we think, to classic Loki, who Alioth eventually consumes, leaving behind nothing but his helmet. But or maybe does he? he was yelling glorious purpose, like maybe he's somewhere. I think maybe. it was an illusion so powerful and believable that the Grand Titan himself believed it. Yes. Also, I don't know about you, but it looked like his costume colors were a bit different in yeah. his final moments. Mm, I mean, that maybe. could just be lighting, but I'm just saying. Loki's I never die, baby. <laughs> exactly. And I really liked him. So I'm really, I really hope we uh, see him again somewhere. He is a delight on Twitter, by the way. If you guys aren't following him on Twitter, go follow him right now because there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff he's sharing. Oh, he, yeah. I saw that. He's just a delight. He was super cool. Um, all right. So RIP, we think classic Loki. <laughs> we'll see <laughs> yep. for now R.I.P. like dot 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 question mark like how they do at the end of the movies like mm-hmm. so and so will return question mark um, yeah, but Sylvie and Loki manage to enchant Alioth and they open this doorway to whoever they think to whoever created the TVA so we see that fortress um, again with the like quantum realm coloration around it the bubbling which looks like what we've seen in the quantum realm and yeah that's where they leave us yeah Sylvie and Loki getting ready to walk into the breach once again my friends and uh, finally have this this conversation and find out what's what on the other side and uh, I guess we'll I guess we'll see who's been pulling those strings I, I wonder if we'll actually find out or if like I said before they're gonna like leave us on some crazy cliffhanger I'm hoping for a WandaVision type you know wrap it up and we get a solution you know everything resolves or or they make it very clear very obvious that we're getting a season two 
like one way or the uh, other. Yeah. Luck. But don't do like this kind of, you know, where we sit here and we guess and we wonder, well, this could happen or that could happen. Like I want something, I want clear direction as to, to where we're going um, in the future with Loki. Um, if it is, if it is going to be something that, you know, we see him in other shows. Great. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the the rumor that was on Twitter was that Tom had actually, they've already recorded basically. I two did see that. The Loki. Yeah. yeah the I saw that the too. Recorded. Yeah. And so while it's not been officially announced, while it's not already out there in, in theory, if this rumor can be trusted, um, they, they basically did two seasons during this, you know, COVID during these COVID times because they had Tom and they had him available. <laughs> um, and they just were like, Hey, let's just make this happen. I mean, it makes sense. It does make mm-hmm. sense. And I hope that, you know, that, that is where we're going with this. Cause I absolutely would watch another season of this type of uh, um, these characters. Yeah. Right. I mean, just, I mean, we need, we need one solely dedicated to president Loki. Like, oh my gosh. Um, we've got to go back yes. and, and, and revisit this. And Croaky. I mean, all the other ones, I don't care, but you know. Well, Kid Loki is exciting to me because he's a young Avenger. That's what I was going to say. Another young Avenger in the mix. I'm telling you, they're they're telling us the young Avengers are coming without telling us the young Avengers are coming because we've gotten them in almost every, um, all of the recent movies and shows have given us at least one so yeah it's coming it just they're they just aren't ready to announce it yet um is my guess um but yeah no no it was a great episode i've already given you guys my fan theory that i think that behind the scenes we possibly could have the king loki who's truly the bad loki who's 2012 loki who finally gets his way and he's been he created the tva and he's been pruning people and getting rid of all these other lokis because he didn't want anything to mess up his glorious purpose of sitting on the throne of whatever throne he's on. I don't know if he's throne of Asgard at this point. I don't know what it is. Um, But that's my guess. And then our Loki shows up with Sylvie and those two have to defeat him, convince him, whatever the answer is. I don't know. I do believe they shall triumph, but um, uh, at least I hope so. I, I I, I like bad Loki, but I also, I really have loved his character, how he subtly in little ways, you know, change, change, change to the point where, you know, he's still looking out for himself, but you know, he's got a heart of gold in the end. And I like that. So. Well, Eric Martin, one of the guys on the show who I also follow on Twitter, he does a thing called um, Loki midnight theater. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was late this time because he didn't do it on Tuesday night. Usually he will live tweet the show basically when it drops. Um, But he was talking about the hug between Mobius and Loki and how he was like, well, you guys have to understand. And I mean, who who wouldn't believe this, right? That Tom and um, Owen are really good friends off screen. And he Mm -hmm. was like, you have to understand, like we filmed this during COVID. People weren't really supposed to like be touching each other or doing that. And so he's like, I really think that the the energy you see in that hug was like this genuine enjoyment and relief that they were hugging each other for the first time. Yeah, and I thought that was true. so sweet. I thought that was so sweet. Cause you really did like just the way they held on to each other and kind of see Tom's fingers, like, you know, lovingly patting his back. Like it was very, I just loved it. 
I cried so hard when they did that. <laughs> it was so sweet. So oof. we wrap it up next week, guys. I don't know if I'm ready. Oh, I'm so <laughs> sad. I don't know if I'm ready. Well, I, I'm excited because, well, tonight, as we are recording this, everyone, Black Widow, go to yes. the theaters and watch it. Yes. Get it on your yes. Disney Plus. We've got Marvel back in real big live movie theaters again. Um, I, Ashley and I have already seen it. And so I think we can both tell you you're going to love the story. You're going to love the dialogue. You're going to love the action. You're going to love Nat. You're going to love Elaine. I mean, it's... So it's a, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. You may not love the CGI. I won't lie. It's not the best, but <laughs> there's some moments. Um, but uh, you watch it at home, Patty, or yeah, we watched it at home. Yeah, at yeah. Plus. yeah. I think yeah, we're going to we go to the theater. theater either tomorrow night or Saturday night. I think to watch it. I have um, tickets tonight, so I'm going tonight awesome. also because I want to see it in the big screen. Um, and uh, but anyway, totally everybody, go go go! Like if you see anybody saying something bad about it, just ignore that. It is. It's great. You're, you're going to dig it. Um, and I think it's going to have implications, as all Marvel does, you know, for further down the line, of course. And very much so, goes without saying, you stay until the end, people. There's a mid-credit scene you don't want to miss, all right? And it's going to tie Ooh. directly into something, not not necessarily this show, but some things we have covered on this podcast. I'll just put it out very broadly that way. Um, so you don't... You don't want to miss that. Um, so stay in your seat. Make sure you watch it. Uh, on top of that, as we were having this discussion, I just saw the first trailer for What If. Uh, yes, I was just saying, I was that just came out. It popped out. Um, I didn't play. I just played it without sound. But um, visually, it looks so good. It looks really great. Oh and um, a lot of things are happening in this show, guys. It is. It's. I'm going to need help because I, I know I'm going to be like, wait, what? What if that really did happen? Ah! Uh, it's going to rock my world. And I'm I'm here for it. I am here for it. Even if our Loki experience is coming to an end or, or even a short term end, we don't know yet. Um, there's a lot of Marvel. Marvel's back. Marvel's coming. And it's just going to get better and better. And we're here for it. So we appreciate you guys listening in with us, talking with us, following along. Quick shout out to um, Angie and V who have been uh, listening at home. And um, I know uh, V is one of our younger listeners. So I just want to say hi. And uh, we'll be back next week when we talk all about this and find out how wrong Patty was. Because you know I always am. Um, so- <laughs> Yeah, I'll be probably muted the whole time because I'll probably be crying. Oh, no. no, no. <laughs> There's no crying in Loki. Loki yeah. survived. Just remember that. They say Loki's always survive, right? So yeah, survive so. and they escape. Don't they cry because it's over. Smile because it happened or whatever. That's right. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, thanks for fangirling with us. And we will be back to fangirl again real soon. Yay. Bye, y'all. Bye, guys. Bye.